Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, oh, hi, Mr. Legazamo. Hey, Elmo, what's up? How you doing, player? Hi. <laughs> hey, what are, you, what are you eating? Oh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Just, just, just the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah. No, no green things or, or, or crunchy, nutritious kind of a... Wait a minute. This is a job for... Captain Vegetable! <laughs> wow! Captain Vegetable? Yes, I am a cornucopia of carrots, a proponent of peas, an advocate of asparagus. Sorry. A backer of broccoli and a supporter of squash. Because I simply... Oh, can you say that three times? Sure. It's a cornucopia of... Oh, <laughs> you. It is I, Captain Vegetable, with my carrot and my celery. Eating crunchy vegetables is good for me. And they're good for you, so eat them too. But eat so strong your whole life long. Eat celery and carrots by the bunch. Three cheers for the mighty vegetable. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Peace. I hate the word. I got. I got. What the fuck? I got one leg and a pocket of chicken. Gonna put a little cornstarch on my werewolf, man. Luigi Mario! Hello! Welcome to Missions Axe Leguizamo Rama. It is a podcast where each week me and my friend talk about John Leguizamo after watching something he's been in, whether it be a movie, TV show, whatever. Uh, my name is Mish Wittrop and you might know me from always eating my vegetables and being a fucking skinny queen. And I'm joined as always by my very hairy friend, Zachary Wayne, who you might know from. Uh, you might know from sometimes being a little cheeky and having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without a crunchy side. Um, so, you know, uh, but it, it, it's come, it's caught up with me in my 30s. Yeah, I can't relate. Um, and today we're really, really excited because we're joined by very, 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 very funny actor, writer, comedian and you. twitcher. But you've already introduced me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's our mate, Naomi Higgins. Hi, Noms. Hello. I'll clap as well. Yeah. Hi, it's me. And you may know me from, um, I can be a bit shy, but if you get to know me, I'm actually kind of outgoing. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, Naomi, did you know about John Leguizamo before this podcast? And please be honest, just because he might be listening. Don't be like, yes, they knew him. Yeah. Did you know about him? Why would that... Why would it be like... <laughs> I just okay. need to say I've you, had personal <laughs> conversations with people where I've said I'm doing a podcast called Leguizamarama and they've gone, yeah. who's John Leguizamo? I don't know him. They've Googled mm. him and they've gone, oh, yeah, him. And then at the top of the podcast I've said, do you know who John Leguizamo is? And they've gone, yes, I love him. He's such a wonderful character actor. Oh, so I think people him. do that because they think he's listening. 
Or maybe just like because they think the people listening are mad will be mad <laughs> at them. Be like, how know. dare you? <laughs> My favorite thing in the world is the concept <laughs> that John Leguizamo is listening to this podcast at home. He hears Naomi <laughs> Higgins being like, "Hi, I'm a bit shy," and he goes, "I'm going to make her famous." <laughs> She's a star. That's yeah, star quality. That's, and you know what? She's Mish, the one. That's not the first time that's happened to me, so I get it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna make you yeah. a star, ah. Naomi. That's a perfect gen- John Leguizamo. I know that because I know him so well. Mm. Um, um, I would be so cut though if he was at home listening and decided to make you a star because, bitch, I, we're like 13 <laughs> episodes deep, and if he hears you and goes, "Yeah, her," I'm like. I've committed so much of my life to this fucking man. Anyway. I'm sorry, Mish. It's, it's called the it factor, you know? Um, <laughs> sorry, no, amount of, no amount of work is going to get you to that. Just kidding. Um, you're both very charming. Um, anyway, <laughs> the point is I – no, I didn't know John Leguizamo by name, but when um, Mish mentioned the idea of the podcast to me, I was watching Moulin Rouge and I was like, that's that guy. He's yeah. on the screen right now. So, I think yeah. of this podcast as two things, three things. One is as a celebration of that guy, all the that guys and that ladies in in Hollywood. Mm. It's a celebration of all of them too. I think of it as an excuse to um, what I've realised is it's an excuse to basically recreate the feeling of going into a video shop, picking a weekly because it has a good cover with knowing (laughs) nothing about it and then watching it and being like, that was all right. Um, (laughs) Which is something I haven't done in a very long time. Um, I only watch things now that have a good tomato tomato rata rating on the tomato rating on the tomato website. Tomato Tomato dot com. And thirdly, uh, it's a celebration of John Leguizamo, who we think is a really good actor. Yeah. Well, he is. I think that too. Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, um, I would like to say before we read the blurb, which we're going to get to, um, I've made the decision. Okay. Independently, I haven't run this past my comrades okay. uh, to share something with our listeners because they're kind of like friends. Oh wow! So okay, basically, when it comes to how we decide to order what we're going to do, mm. um, I watch a bunch <laughs> of trailers mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I think that this would be good because this is a bit different from the thing we did last week. And oh, we haven't done anything from him in the '80s for a while. We'll jump into something like that. And I watched a trailer for something. I'm not going to say what it was, but I watched a trailer for one of his films, <laughs> and I was like, this looks like the Funniest, cheesiest high school thriller ever. Mm -hmm. 100%. We've got to get noms on board for it. (laughs) And then Zach and I watched it and decided unequivocally that we can't talk about that film yet. So instead of doing a fairly disturbing thriller, we've decided to do Sesame Street. That's more more in my kind of capacity, you know. That's the kind of thing that I can handle. We, we, we are running, we, we, we continue to dodge anything, uh, you know, problematic because it was made before 2017. We're also dodging anything, like, difficult and tough. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's like, uh, films, TV series that we're just not equipped to talk about mm-hmm. and we've been putting it off for a long time because this is a comedy podcast and, like, how the fuck do you tackle when they mm-hmm. see us um, <laughs> as a mm-hmm. comedy podcast? When they see us. Um, which is a very good miniseries. Very, very Such good. A good. I've miniseries. seen that. Was John Leguizamo in that? Yeah, he was, yeah he was, he's uh, the dad. He's, he's the dad. He's incredible in it. Probably my favourite miniseries, but how the fuck are we going to tackle that? <laughs> One pot pasta and then the worst of humanity. Um, two, two white comedians. <laughs> it's time, it's time. Oh, my God, he wasn't it. Yeah, he's in fucking everything. He is but in then absolutely we talk about, everything. Um, uh, when they see us and we're just like, 
I haven't been to New York in years. <laughs> Wait, did you actually do it on the pod? No, no, we're not. Oh, right. we're not but the, the we problem is, the, the problem is, Naomi. Oh, sorry, go, Michelle. No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, we touched on a little bit with Waco is that there are themes in a lot of films that neither Zach or I feel like we can talk about. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just not smart enough on those topics to and be I'm able a, I'm to a talk about I'm a big believer in, um, I'm a big believer in, uh, if you have neither life experience nor expertise, um, uh, um, avoid adding to the white noise. Wow. Um, that's Zach, you'd be amazed how alone you are in that. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that more people haven't been like, I have nothing imp- I have nothing of value to say here. Maybe I won't start talking right now. Mm. <laughs> um, well, now we're in a culture of, why aren't you adding to the white noise, inexperienced yes. person? <laughs> you need to add to the white noise. <laughs> um, so, so, but, but the problem is uh, we, we committed to the concept of watching mm. every one of his films um, and then now we've been putting it off. But the issue we realised when we watched this film was... Um, if we keep putting it off, this is going to be a very dark, depressing year three of this project. It's going <laughs> to dip. Because yeah, we're going to be fun, 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 and then, all right, here we go. <laughs> so we need to start, like, finding ways It just ways gets to really fucking grim. <laughs> and by the end of year three, we're just, like, skeletal and sad. <laughs> but still trying to, like, keep it up, you know? Yeah. So, so we will find a way to tackle those things. Um, we're excited to find a way to tackle those things, like... We, we, we wanted, like, this is a funny podcast. It's largely about one pop pasta, but it's also about watching great films and talking about them. But, you know, we'll work it out. But right before now, that, and good luck to you. I don't envy you on that one. <laughs> Thanks so much. The way Thanks we decided so much, to Dave. tackle it now is by not doing it and just watching yeah. Sesame Street, which I think, I think for now is a really, really great. Especially the know, headspace choice. that we're all in. Um, in and the circumstances, you know, do we need to do we need to make ourselves feel worse right now? The answer, uh, Naomi, is no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know uh, what? Can I say I was? You were talking about actors who are in everything, but no one knows who they are. And I saw someone tweet about this person the other day. Do you know Patrick Wilson? Yeah, love yes. Patrick Wilson. He's yeah. from he's, Hard Candy, isn't he? Yeah, he's in so much stuff, and he's no in, one. He's in so Girls. He was in name. Hard Candy. Yes. He's almost got, he's got a bit of the uh, Sam Cafflin kind of, um, I think that's yep. his name, kind of energy of uh, almost too attractive. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, yeah. like the, oh. um, like looks, he's, he's so symmetrical, is so nice to look at mm. that like the, the, the serious directors are like, oh, I don't know. I think I want someone a little more interesting looking for my lead. Still yeah. sexy. Go with Owen Wilson. Yeah, or Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> we want Patrick Wilson, but he's too pretty. Let's get Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> he's so interesting. Um, no, Patrick Wilson did a really, really great ad for The Gap. Um, the Gap being the, like the store, not, mm. like, not like my badge. He did a really great ad for The Gap. That was, who was in the ad for your badge? I thought it was Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Patrick Wilson he and Eddie Redmayne. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 If, if I had to get someone to do an ad for my vag, it probably would be Eddie Redmayne. Really? He'd do it really well. What, oh, what I, would I, he I, be doing? Is he playing your vagina? I'm not talking about it. <laughs> He'd do it really like well. PSA. Just having a chat. Hi, Just having I'm a Patrick chat. Patrick Wilson. <laughs> and I'm here to talk about The Gap, which is my nickname for 
Jean-Luc Trump's vagina. Uh, it's like one of those black and white PSAs where there's lots of celebrities. You may like, be thinking, what does this have to do with me? The answer is a lot, a lot. Oh my God. I'm involved in this topic in every way, but the ones you're thinking right now. Uh, um, that's great. I'm so excited. I would love... Uh, and every, love like, I reckon Don Cheadle would be involved in that PSA Oh, well. I just like the idea that it's kind of like a, a series of educational videos and there's, like, one that's on, like, my fupa. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to be... Is this going to be one of those, like, really dorky moments? You don't know what, what a fupa is. I don't my, know what a fupa is. My partner didn't know what a fupa oh, was Oh, good, either. good. Okay. Yeah, um, a, a, yeah a fupa... <laughs> Is a fat upper pussy area. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've got one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just upper. when. Um, mine's like, really. So, mine's like a. It's like a pillow. It's really cute. Can I say? Can I say that? Um, so the other day I was on Facebook and the, an ad came up for there's a, a, a this like a small silicon thing that you can chew on in order to uh, grow your jaw muscles. You sent think, me that. <laughs> it's a thing for boys wow. that boys can chew on so their, their muscles get strong um, because apparently the, 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 their jaw muscles, because apparently a sharp defined jawbone is uh, a muscular thing. Mm. Um, a, we, th- we have beards. B, <laughs> there is a th- such a thing as contouring, so mm. consider that. And C, um, it's amazing because whenever I think like industry is catching up on how to make men feel bad about themselves, it's like, oh, well, maybe men within the next 50 years will feel as terrible about their bodies as women. I find out where the, where, where, where the women are at with things. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're telling men they can get more muscular jaws and you tell me about fupa. I'm like, well... Good for you. I, I mean, think is not new. Yeah, it's not a new thing. And I think that we've we've like we've taken back fupa. And like Absolutely. it's not, no one's like, ew, it. look at your fupa. It's more like, can I look at your fupa? So is it is, is it the mound? Are we talking about the mound? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's well, above the mound. It's right? above the mound. So it's it's often on uh uh, women who carry a bit of extra weight. Okay. Um, and they've got like a tummy that kind of hangs over a bit. Um, and that's called your fupa. So it's just like it's basically like a little uh, tummy pouch. Right? I've okay. only ever heard like teenage boys say fupa. Yeah. Right. I've never heard the term fupa. I'm just waiting for a, like a, a Nicki Minaj song about it or something though. Like, oh, yeah. yeah oh, it's coming. Drum. I'm a bit it's annoyed coming. about this silicon thing because there's just no way it works because the amount of anxiety I have and the amount of grind, I just grit my teeth for my oh, entire yeah. life. I should have a better jaw. I um, I have everything. It leads to that. And, Brag. Um, yeah. <laughs> All I've got to say is, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, same, same. <laughs> I should have quite the jaw and I do not um, because maybe it's a skeletal thing. Well, yeah, because I'm touching my jaw now and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's bone and it's bone. Yeah. Um, well, I, it's not a muscle. It's not a. You can't flex your jaw. The, the jaw, the jaw muscle is like it's it's uh, the connect. It's kind of behind the cheek. It's not where you're looking to expand the space. Yeah, it's, I know where um, it is because it gets really sore. Because mm-hmm. again, of the clenching. Again, with the clenching, I'm also a clencher. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> or a couple uh, of clenches. <laughs> a couple of clenches. I'm too lazy to clench. I don't clench. 
Um, <laughs> this is I'm too lazy is, for mental illness. My name's Mish. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just flawed, but in a cute way. <laughs> I'm like Jessica Alba in Good Luck Chuck. <laughs> I carry my anxiety in my fupa. <laughs> um, we uh, we uh, put it out to the audience maybe uh, a few weeks ago. I don't know what what when we're releasing what. I don't give it. I don't know. Um, but we put it out to the audience a little while ago. We realised that we often go on segues, as evidenced by the fact that we're 14 minutes in and this was mm. meant to be the top of the podcast. Um, mm. But we often go on segues and we asked the audience, we said, um, would you like us, I, I threw out the idea of instead of us trying to structure this podcast, something we've been desperately trying to do the last few weeks, would you like us to just open with the paragraph and then, like, like August Strindberg's a dream play. See where the uh, see where the leaps of logic take us. We've had a few votes to try that out. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to launch in. I'm going to do my paragraph describing uh, Mr. Vegetable, Captain Vegetable. I keep calling him Mr. Vegetable. Uh, it's it's um it's he's not just a Mr. Really, he's a captain. I'm, I'm really worried. I just this is off topic, but. There's two things that make that make you know you're getting old. Um, one is you start saying character names wrong. You say Mr. Vegetable instead of Captain Vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is pl- making uh, taking brand names and ter- turning them into plurals. So uh, Myers, uh, have you mm. ever noticed this? Safeways, boomers love it. They're like, oh, oh we're God. going now to Safeways. So- oh, speaking about boomers and pronouncing shit wrong, my mum my entire life. So she wasn't even, like, she was 30 when I was born. So when she was young even. She calls asparagus asparagus. No, she She does, and I'm fucking raging, man. And she eats it a lot. She eats it so much. Like, the fact that she talks about asparagus so much. (laughs) My my mum calls Sri Lanka Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. That's crazy. It's so so long. So many people say capsicum. Yeah, uh, it's capsicum and ends with an M. Look at all this wonderful veggie chat we're doing. <laughs> hey, this is on topic. Yeah. That's it. This is the most on topic yeah. we've ever been. So <laughs> here we go. Um, Toulouse-Lautrec in Moulin Rouge, Tybalt in Romeo and Juliet, and Captain Vegetable in episode 4013 <laughs> of Sesame Street. These are some of the great roles played by John Leguizamo. Today we're discussing this segment. Fade from black. We see famed character actor John Leguizamo walking down Sesame Street, humming a song to himself. He bumps into Almo, a small red creature who lives in in the eponymous street. John Leguizamo is shocked to discover that Almo is eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with no form of raw vegetables as a side. Lost for words, John soon realises that he is ill-equipped to convince the small creature on the importance of a balanced diet. So he calls on the expertise of one Captain Vegetable. John leaves and is immediately replaced by Captain Vegetable, played by John Leguizamo. Captain Vegetable tries to convince Almo to eat his greens through alliteration and plosive consonants before launching into a song. He and Almo then stage an intervention for Sandy, a young puppet who is addicted to candy. This is the second iteration of Captain Vegetable. In the 1980s, Captain Vegetable was a rabbit with a cape who always carried a carrot and a stalk of celery. His home base is a secret garden somewhere in New Jersey. <laughs> Thank you. So that was very, wow. very well done. 
goes out really well. Um, it's probably worth noting to um, our listener uh, that this is available on YouTube. Well, she's on the podcast, so. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Noms. Noms, just so Hi. you're aware. <laughs> this is on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so you can just jump onto YouTube and search John Leguizamo Sesame Street and you can watch the entire thing. You can just watch the whole thing. It's all up there. It's all there. All five minutes. The this whole... isn't like Waco. You don't have to pay $6.99. Yeah, you, you can, can just, just watch, watch this. Um, but I, wow. I was so excited to do Sesame Street. When we, when Zach and I first decided to do this podcast and we were going through John's filmography and it came up that in 2002, directly after Ice Age, he did this five-minute bit on Sesame Street. I was so excited because I was a big Sesame Street fan as a kid. Mm. Like big, big. My dad was an American and I lived in America when I was four. <clears throat> and during that time when a lot of people, I, I believe in Australia, were watching like play school and stuff like that, mine was Sesame Street. That was my viewing of choice from the ages of like three to five. Mm. I was obsessed. So I'm really, really happy he did this. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. <laughs> Thank you, John. It's really a rite of passage of um, celebrities yes. to do Sesame Street. There are it, some really good ones, like and it's really Lil, Lil entertaining Nas, ones. Lil Nas X. Have you seen him and Elmo sing their little song? Oh, no, that no? would be amazing. I'm sure that's It is fantastic. really good. He's great. I love Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Dad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's got, he's such a, got such a funny Twitter presence. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also been like Ray Charles has done it, Rob, Robin Williams has done it, Whoopi Goldberg has done it, all of them, all the big <laughs> ones. <laughs> oh, I say Lil Nas X and you say... Robbie Williams and Whoopi Goldberg. I think there's about there's about two years difference in age between us and you, Naomi. But th- that two years is like a cavern it, when it comes it, to cultural references. Yeah, it feels big. It feels very big. We're I think reaching. I, I skew younger than I actually am. Yeah, um, we skew older, and, and so. you skew you skew Whoopi, Go- Whoopi Goldberg is what you skew. I, I I I can't tell you how much I love Whoopi Goldberg, and and I I really want to make it a bit of a project on this um on this uh, podcast to start building the ideal cast. And I've, mm. I've got to say, obviously John's in it, but uh, Whoopi Goldberg is there as well. Oh, 100% <laughs> Whoopi's in we'll, it. We'll, we'll give like one hot, the, for me, the perfect cast is one hot boy, one hot girl, and then Whoopi Goldberg, John Leguizamo, Miriam Margulies, uh, John Reese davies yeah. uh, You know, just, the, you don't need more than one hottie from each gender. Like, that's enough. Mm. Yeah. From how many genders, sorry? Uh, so that's why I, I believe you should have oh! six billion hot people, eight, eight billion got, hot people. You just got Naomi Sorry, did I say two? Bitch. Did I say? I, did I say two? I meant eight billion. For there is there are as many genders as there are people on this earth. Well, that's not true. Well, I believe. I'm so sorry. That gender is a complex spectrum, and to label and categorize beyond eight billion is is anyway. That is actually my belief. But let's uh, move on. <laughs> I'm so right. sorry. Wait. I'm so sorry. No, that's right. I'm not cutting you it. Invite me on this podcast. <laughs> I come in here. I just stir oh. shit up. This is why um, we wanted you here, Naomi. Is uh, this right? Uh, no, I, I genuinely I. I'm going to, I mean, i tell you a little story. Here comes a little mish story for you. Um, I reckon uh, that my first proper introduction to comedy was The Muppets. 
That's great. That's yeah, I, great I was really into them as a kid. Like I loved all the movies, and I'm talking the ones from back in the 80s with the dad from Beethoven, whose name yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, I loved Patrick Wilson. Huh? Patrick Wilson. No, it wasn't Patrick Wilson. The, the dad from Beethoven. Patrick Wilson wasn't the dad in Beethoven? Yeah, it was more of a joke. Oh, like okay. I said, he's in a lot of stuff earlier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to step back. I'm going to step back. <laughs> Naomi, shut up. Let me tell my beautiful is out. Up. You've thrown it. Yeah, Jesus. Um, Bonnie Hunt was also in Beethoven. Mm. And also Maggie from The Nanny was in Beethoven. Anyway, mm. um, I, I loved The Muppets. And it was what, like, uh, was often, like, on television, I believe, in the States or something. But... My mum really liked the Muppets and so did my sister. And that was my first introduction to kind of to comedy. Because even as a little, little kid, Muppets dancing is like the funniest visual. Yeah. Like it's so funny. My, they do. They flop around. Yeah, oh, they flop around. Very, they my, flail and it's just. <sighs> oh, my, introduction, my introduction to comedy was uh, Pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> What's Pickle Rick? Oh, Rick and Morty, it's so smart. You wouldn't get it. Oh, God, yeah, yeah no, I've, I've, never like seen a... I've never seen an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, it's really too smart. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's smart like really people. like sometimes I have to watch it like several times before I like even catch everything that's going on because it's so smart. It's, it's really smart. It's <laughs> really hard to follow. Sometimes it's so smart that, yeah, you can't even understand why they're doing what they're doing and that's how you know it's good. When that's you don't great. understand it yourself, that's when you know, wow, this must be perfect. Well, I actually understand stand at all except for one episode this is how smart it is mish, mish. i um i was at a party and uh, i had to get up to get a drink and they didn't pause it and i came back and i was like i have no idea what's going on because i've missed like three minutes like that's how smart it is yeah <laughs> it's really smart having also not the, seen the old man burps <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's really smart like me so he's my favorite yeah he's like me because he has depression and he's mean to everyone and i and now that's me <laughs> um <laughs> mish we're just doing a bit of a joke uh, rick and morty is of course a very very funny uh comedy cartoon from mm. from America um, mm. but there's a lot of they have a lot of douchebag fans a lot of oh, okay. and so I'm just pre- we're just pretending to be some yes. of the, the douchebag fans of Rick and Morty um, I didn't understand because I've never seen it but I just Zach's kind just of just saving his ass in case he runs into Dan Harmon <laughs> I no, I also really like it. I, I, it I sucks, like it too. It sucks <laughs> that it's one of those shows where it's like you can't mock the fans. You can't mock the fans um, without people thinking you hate the show. It's like, no, the show's great. The, the, <laughs> anyway, yes, what were you going to say? I just had one of those typical moments where two people are having a conversation about something and you know nothing about it, so you just kind of smile and nod in the background. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Rick and Morty. I don't understand. I don't know. It's just I don't know why. I just I think it looks like it would be shit. No, it's great. It's really, but I've also, I've it's never, really funny. I've never seen Bojack Horseman. And it is quite I've never smart. seen. There's so many comedies that I have not seen that I really, I would, really you know, share. But I'm too busy watching shit like The Muppets still. Like I'm still, I still watch. Well, I Leguizamo reckon, reckon, did. Leguizamo did an episode of Bojack, didn't he? So yes, there's your excuse. You should excited. just watch all of it yeah. to watch that one out. Naomi, yeah. John has been in everything. <laughs> I, I just keep getting surprised. Yeah, so many things. <laughs> 
Um, I reckon that Tim Curry in uh, Muppets Treasure Island was like a part of a big, big part of my sexual awakening. Mm. Uh, Tim Curry. Yeah. Tim Curry was a lot of people's sexual awakening, yeah. but most it was, people, it's because of the sexy movie he did. But sure, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Go with uh, go with the Muppet yeah. movie. Well, no, because in Rocky Horror Picture Show, I had a thing for meatloaf. We've discussed this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was, we've discussed this many times. Oh, I've told, I think all my friends know. <laughs> they want me to shut the fuck up. Um, uh, but in Muppets Treasure Island, I remember thinking like Tim Curry. And Tim Curry's fucking hot. Like he really is such a babe. He really is such a babe. I'm, I actually mm. went on a couple of dates with a guy because he looks like Tim Curry. That's great. Wow. I love that. I'm such a big fan of... People going on dates, that's that's something that, um, you know, I haven't been single for a really long time, but that's something that is my fondest memory of being single is going on a date with someone not because they are attractive to you but because they look like a bit like someone that is attractive to you. <laughs> So, wow, they look like a bit like someone who I find attractive in the movies. <laughs> they <laughs> look like Emily. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> they look a bit like Emily. Oh, my goodness. Now, granted, the reason that I find Tim Curry attractive is his talent, his mm. raw sexuality, his gender-fluid <laughs> confidence. But um, but <laughs> this guy also has googly eyes. So. <laughs> Oh my goodness me! <laughs> That's such a funny thing. I haven't thought of that for ten years. Well, now you're like I, I don't know if we, we might need to cut this because I don't know if it's appropriate or not. But your current partner looks exactly like G Flip. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> like, but like identical. Like if G Flip's ever yeah. sick and can't get up on stage, your partner could. Oh, uh, can in. we say that? Doesn't she do a lot of drumming? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the, I'm the not issue playing. is <laughs> uh, Annie doesn't drum, so Annie. They might, they might catch on when she doesn't um, sit down and drum and sing the whole time. Annie was a, 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 was, Annie is a great musician, and and I think and she plays woodwinds with a plum. But I worry, <laughs> <laughs> I worry that, uh, that the drumming, the fact that Chief Flip is a very strong drummer. Mm. Um, yes, but luckily for me, there's no cause for accusation because I think G Flip mm. as a concept didn't exist when I started <laughs> dating Addie. True. Um, the person did, but she wasn't G Flip. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Then. <laughs> when, um, when I was busy watching Sesame Street, what were you guys watching as kids? Naomi, you were probably a fetus, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was little baby. Little baby. I what I'm trying to remember what I watched as a kid. I liked um I mean, if you're talking about comedy, then probably The Simpsons, but I, I remember watching a lot of SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm. I, See, that you, is that is a d- generational thing. 100%. You guys, are you guys too old 
Never seen an for episode. We, I think we were it's right. It's very funny. That we're, that there are people of our age that definitely watched it, but they were young to be watching it as adults, if that makes sense. Like mm. our age group mm. was kind of right in the middle, not too, not young enough that it was our kids' show, mm. not quite old enough that it was like, I love ripping a bong and watching SpongeBob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, was, that wasn't quite our show. Like, Noms, did you ever watch Captain Planet? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was more like my older sisters watched Captain Planet okay. and I was there. Um, mm. like, I, am, I don't I am, think I was the right age bracket for it. I I am again, the, I'm little baby. You are too. I am most definitely the age bracket of Captain Planet. Yeah, Captain mm. Planet. That was, was like, that was the shit. That was the Taylor Swift of 1993. When, mm. when was the moment, at what moment did you realise that Captain Planet was a bit lame? Um, I reckon, so uh, there's, there's a period, like my life is kind of set out. Let's talk about my life. My life is kind of set out in little tiny <laughs> okay. little chunks, right? Unlike other people's <laughs> lives. Um, and there was the, I moved to Melbourne when I was uh, just about to turn nine. Yeah. So I kind of separate my childhood into Tassie, which is where I lived until I was nine, and Melbourne. Mm. And yeah. when I moved to Melbourne, Captain Planet was no longer part of my life. Yes, that makes sense. It makes it sound like we broke up. It does sound like you broke up. Captain Planet and I went our separate ways. You had a conscious uncoupling. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but we I'm, did. I'm and less then, talking And then about... I started a television show about my vagina and my <laughs> skin. I'm talking less about your... Oh, God, Goop, that's funny. Um, I'm talking <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Zach. It was a bit thanks of a highbrow reference, us. but thank you so much. <laughs> That's all right. No, I watched, I watched a clip of her and, um, her and uh, I watched that clip of um, Gwyneth Paltrow and link to John Leguizamo here, director of Chef John Favreau. Um, you know the one where she doesn't remember being in Spider-Man recently? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen this clip, Mish? It's my, so it's my favourite video on the internet and I remembered it the other day. <laughs> It's so special. I feel a bit silly describing it because it's like I'm talking about a meme from a year ago, but it's it's so special. So basically they're cooking for his TV spin-off of Chef, The Chef Show, where he just they just film him and friends cooking and then don't really edit it and put it on Netflix and he makes another million. Um, and, <laughs> and it's my favourite show. But anyway, he's cooking with, uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow and he says something along the lines of she was like, oh, how did you meet this guy or when did you do this? And he's like, oh, I, you know, oh what's this show? And he's like, oh, I'm just filming it. You know, I actually started filming it when we were doing Spider-Man together and she just looks him dead in the eye, completely serious. She's like, I wasn't in Spider-Man. It's like, yes, you were. And she's like... No, we were not in Spider-Man. He's like, yes, you were. Like, no, we were in Avengers. He's like, yeah. And then we did Spider-Man last year. <laughs> she forgot. She just didn't know she was in Spider-Man. Oh, and it's like bless. so many people, like so many nerds were so like hurt, so sad about it. But I was just like, you are my queen. She's just literally her. just like, she knows she does Marvel movies. It pays for goop. Like her agent was like, yo, you want to do another seven Marvel movies? And she's like, I don't care, man. Like, yes, I guess. Is it going to pay for Goop? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. Like, she'd be like, I have this really amazing five-year plan for Goop and it costs around about two and a half Marvel films. So... <laughs> I don't even think she's there. I think she's so on her own planet that she's just sort of like, she's just like, I want to do Goop. 
And then she says to her people, she's like, make goop happen. And they're like, goop is losing three million a year. And she's like, then you make it happen. <laughs> and then she like gets on a plane. Someone says to her, Gwyneth, you're going down to do another month. She literally didn't know the movie she was in. And I'm just like, that is the best thing I've ever I have heard. such respect. Why the fuck I, you Can know? we talk about for a second that she is actually, I think people forget how good of an actor she is. Because whenever I see her in anything, she's the most down to earth woman ever mm. and mm. she's definitely not that person yeah in real life but whenever i see her i'm like she's so breezy calm cool like she doesn't give a fuck and she's goop in real life she's goop have you ever but seen think... duets oh yes I, is that the one where she sings cruising yeah i i can't remember the movie but uh, that is one of my favorite songs of all time she Cru- sings cruising with huey lewis she sings in that movie she sings betty davis eyes which is oh, an yeah. excellent song yes and it is so funny. I'm sure you can find it on the internet. Is oh, Gwen can. Gwyneth Paltrow singing Betty Davis eyes? Um, there is who knew that one worse. day she'd she'd be the face of Goop? There's nothing <laughs> worse in cinema. I think uh, the only thing I, I've decided I hate more is a poorly written confessional scene. Good confessional scene, hundred percent. But a poorly written confessional scene, which we've talked about mm. at another point, earlier point. But there is nothing worse in cinema, I believe, than awkward shy person with no context <laughs> to plot. Awkward shy person gets up and like in a karaoke setting, like ma, ma, ma. and it's always like three lines of like. Ma, ma, ma. Yeah. <laughs> Just, um, Zach, I just say um, be careful and watch your fucking mouth because um, if you come after High School Musical like that, I will come over to your house and drop kick you, even though it might not be in 5Ks. No, there's too much confidence in High School Musical. Those little cunts know how to sing and they know it. There's no one in there well, Zach like, Efron's shy. not singing in the first two, yeah. Huh? What? Zach Efron was dubbed in the first two High School uh, Musicals. I think Zach, Zach Efron, he was dubbed in the first one. I'm not sure on the second one. Um, but, yeah, he didn't phenomenal. sing in the first one. But I think it, that movie... The first one is really funny. There's this um, ballad that um, Gabrielle sings and uh, you can tell because Vanessa Hudgens has a really beautiful voice, but it's like it sits a bit higher than the song. So um, they've clearly used some, they've dubbed in someone else's voice just for the low notes. (laughs) So it's like, it's funny when you find yourself looking from the outside. Um, I highly recommend you go listen to it because you can just hear it shifting in and out. I've heard of the high notes being covered by someone else. And that makes sense because that's almost a sound removed from vowels. Low notes are too much, too close to your own voice to do that. That's phenomenal. That's the funniest <laughs> thing I've the, ever heard in my life. On the slight, kind of in the same ballpark, um, and we will talk about John Leguizamo in just a second. Ah, but This is the what they act- voted for. People wanted this. Let <laughs> us actress- know in the comments. Let us know in the reviews and comments, five-star <laughs> reviews only, if you like this. If you don't, please let us know that too because we don't want to go down the wrong path. As long as you're giving us a five-star review, review, just tell us if you hate this or not. (laughs) Like, if just five-star it and then criticise us. No, just very quickly, um, in a wonderful 80s movie called Flashdance, the actress who plays Flashdance... Her name isn't Flashdance. It's flash I think it's Flashdance. Okay. So the actress who plays Flashdance, she... Um, Her name's Alex. No, oh, thank you. Uh, Alex uh, is a, a wonderful minor and dancer. Minor meaning like mines for shit, not minor as an underage. We're not talking about John Leguizamo's yeah. 2007. Oh, and she also, she also likes to do stripping. Um, so she... 
Um, she's okay. all these wonderful things. And in all her dancey scenes, when either when she's stripping or if she's, like, dancing in the mines or when she's doing her final <laughs> dance, everyone's like, who is this mind. actress? She's so amazing and, oh, my God, what a, what skills. That wasn't her. Like, that's not her dancing. They had brought in a dancer and, they like, the world were like, fuck you to that actress. Uh-huh. She got completely pushed out of Hollywood. Really? Yeah, and then showed up again in the L word. <laughs> like, oh, like disappeared and then showed up in the L word. word. Love the L word. Love anyway, the L we word. should really talk about John and Captain Vegetable. <laughs> should we? Yeah. <laughs> I know um, that we should, but I'm sorry, Mitch. <laughs> I, I know that we have strayed too far from the path today and in the past, and and I we will get back to Captain Veg, Mr. Vegetable, but I do, I do think we don't have to. Like, I don't think people are coming to this like. Man, I need I need at least forty five on Captain <laughs> Vegetable, or else I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> well, do you know what? Actually, while we're on it, I would say that I do not think the song Captain Vegetable is written in John Leguizamo's key. No, I'll say no. that much. No, <laughs> no so I, if it's High School Musical, they would have dubbed those low notes. <laughs> I'll see if I can pull it up so we can have a bit okay. of a listen. We can't play the whole thing because well, do you know what? I we'll get it's, sued it's... by Captain Vegetable, <laughs> Mish. I'm actually happy. It's very litigious. I'll, I'll say this, Mish. I'm happy to kind of open with a, a chunk of the song. So I reckon I'm going to put that in the edit. We've heard a chunk of the song at the top of this pod. Okay, way to make me look like a fucking idiot. Wow. <laughs> Guys, don't fight. No, no, it's all right. I'm sorry. No, no, I no, it's fine. I wouldn't have come here if I knew you guys were going to fight with each other. There's just, there is something about celebrities singing that can't sing but they get cut. Like I think Sesame Street's a bit different. They love to bring in a cameo of a celebrity and that's really cute. Mm. But in, in the grander scheme of things, when movies or television shows cast actors that are famous actors and not necessarily singers to do singing bits so that they can sell their movie, like in Into the Woods, when The Witch in Into the Woods which is arguably uh, like Sondheim, Stephen Sondheim, who wrote Into the Woods, is his musicals are so fucking intricate and require an amazing amount of skill. And they cast Meryl Streep as the witch. Mm. She can sing, but she can't sing like the witch. And I feel like in this with John Leguizamo, they're like, hey, John, do you want to come in and just do a very quick bit on Sesame Street? He was probably like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's fucking sick. You know you've made it when you've done Sesame Street. And he went in there like, oh, it's a bit of a song. He's like, yeah, all right. And so he tap danced around it a little bit and that's fine. But he can't really sing. <laughs> I'm not taking away from the fact that John is an excellent actor. He's fucking hot. Love him. <laughs> like absolutely love you, John. But I reckon he would even say, yeah, nah, I'm not a singer. Because even in his 150 plus things that he's done in his filmography, there are no musicals. Unless I haven't seen Rouge. one yet. He doesn't, he doesn't sing in that really. He has no Does solos. He? Yeah, he sings, but he has no solos. I, I, Mish, I don't want to push too hard on this, but your statement was he's never done a musical except ah! for one of the biggest films of his career. Oh, for fuck's sake. I just mean that he's not played the witch in I mean, let's, the woods level. Let's, let's do his solo in Moulin Rouge. I only speak the truth. I only speak oh, the wait, truth. Oh, wait, yes, he does. And he actually opens it as well. He's like, there was a boy. <laughs> He opens, yeah, he biggest, opens one of the biggest films of his career. He opens. <laughs> well, admittedly, he talks, sings. But let's let's say, like, mm. honestly, yes, that is one of the biggest musical films in the world ever in history. Yeah, yeah. I would yes. say that the song in Sesame Street for Captain Vegetable 
it, it, it was it was a much bigger, brighter light on him and his singing. Yes. And I don't think I don't think there was. He had to carry a whole much. song. I don't think that I don't think it was a as much of a talk sing song. I don't think they worked around his strengths as a performer yeah. as much. Um, I also think that all of us are actors. All of us have done auditions for things, and um, I definitely have been in the situation where I've been holding an A4 printout of the lyrics to a song just going, why the fuck did I say yes to this job? <laughs> yeah. Like I just, I saw him in his yes. like, in his study the <laughs> night before and his wife like knocking on the door and being like, John, come to bed, you know, you've, you've got, you've got, you've got the Sesame Street shoot tomorrow morning. Didn't you say you had to be up at three? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. And then just one more, Captain Vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's also a moment in it. I might be reading into it a little bit, but there is a moment in it from uh, right before he's about to start singing and he's talking to Elmo and he takes a big deep breath in to start singing and he has to look off stage for someone to cue him to sing. That's <laughs> yeah, it's great. It is great. There's a um, real... And he also, so his costume is like this, uh, essentially like a muscle man costume because he's got these big muscles because he eats all his vegetables, kids. Mm. And if mm. you want to have big muscles like John Leguizamo in his muscle suit, eat your vegetables. And um, mm. he has, like, a carrot in his holster and a fucking celery stick in his holster and he has little radishes strapped across his chest like grenades. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's really sweet, little radishes. <laughs> um, and then they go into some woman's house who's eating candy who's just dealing with her shit. And then they just, like, go Dealing in there. with her shit. Yeah, she's Miss, not- you're, you're a classic enabler, mm-hmm. honestly, with you. She's doing her best. No, she needs help, okay? She's just eating some candy, man. She needs she to needs, know that the candy She needs an intervention. Okay. Well, she, they did. They staged a fucking intervention. Elmo, a little <laughs> red monster, and John, she seemed really happy. She's like, my name's Sandy or whatever, and I love candy. Like, And she's just sitting there. She's like, oh, and she's got a big smile and she's dancing around. And they just come in. They're like, listen, you little fat cunt. <laughs> She's happy. She's not sitting there going, my name's Sandy, I want to kill myself. (laughs) Like, she's not doing that. They were, Elmo and Captain Vegetable, they were concerned trolling and uh, that's not on. Yeah, 100%. It's not cool. Do you reckon, um, do you reckon Leguizamo after the shoot, (coughs) just on this whole thing of our own personal experiences, do you reckon after the shoot he, like, was standing around like they'd wrapped and they still were maybe getting a little bit of like, like Sandy singing about, like just a little bit of puppet pickups. And they were like, that's a wrap on John and everyone clapped. And then he was like standing there with like someone just being like, was that, was that all right? Like, no. <laughs> like he definitely had that. Yeah, they're like, no, it was so good. And then like he did the whole, it's just, uh, you know, it's not really in my range. I'm not really, like I know I did Moulin Rouge, but I more talk sing to that. Like, no, that's that's really what we wanted. That's like kind of the aesthetic, like the aesthetic mm. we go for here. So, like, yeah. oh, great, great. And then like he didn't feel great about it and then he didn't watch it when it screened and someone sent him a message. It was like, hey, you were so good on Sesame Street. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no. That was- <laughs> Can you stop attacking me, Zach? <laughs> It's my life. My entire well, short-lived acting career. Sesame Street has a, I believe it's a one-hour show. I believe it's a one-hour show. One hour? Yeah, because it was like, I, I, again, I'm pretty sure this is correct. One of the reasons that Sesame Street um, is uh, started and was so successful was a lot of kids who could um, whose parents couldn't afford to send them to childcare and to kindergarten and early learning and stuff like that 
they would use Sesame Street as an aid to help those kids. Like, it was I, the first. No, you're right. It was the first. Um, it was the first show to use the first kids children's television show to use um, like syllabus and actual like educational structural tools to yeah. to like it had a syllabus essentially they were like this is our age group and they got like uh, teaching experts in to, to teach them like it was the first show to do that yeah it's honestly such a fucking great show for kids because they like every like every day sorry they have a word of the day and the word of the day might be something like jealousy mm. and like they would and like a celebrity would come on like I don't fucking know who's someone who's most definitely done Sesame Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder has Whoopi done Goldberg. Patrick Whoopi. Wilson. All of them. Patrick they Wilson. come on and they will talk to, you know, uh, Snuffleupagus about jealousy and what jealousy mm. is. And then they also have things like uh, they'll, like, have a look into, like, someone's, like, a kid's life who's, like, for us. Like, hi, my name's, like, Jonathan and this is what I'm doing with my day. I'm going around with my mum. Later this afternoon, my mum's dropping me off at my dad's house because they're divorced and they still love me. It's really great. It's so great. They still love me. <laughs> they still love me even though they hate each other. My parents are going through a really nasty time. <laughs> Mummy has reckon, no money anymore. Do you reckon... <laughs> so is what you're saying, Mish, that... that uh, um, there's a like a big like point. There's a point to every segment on on yeah. the show. Yeah. What would you say the point or like what what would you say the message they were trying to convey was in in Captain Vegetable? Then do you don't think it was quite fucking clear there, Zach? No, I, I mean I, I saw a man, a Captain the Vegetables. He sang a song about eating your vegetables. <laughs> was it I think about, the message it... is that Sandy needs to stop feeling fucking sorry for herself. <laughs> get off her ass and go to the market. Stop getting Uber Eats, Sandy. You'll get a fupa like that, Sandy. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. If you want to avoid a fupa, you need to get the fuck up off your couch. Stop they eating cut all that the... line. Yeah, they cut stop that line out that... and edit. Yeah, <laughs> they did. I also really love. Like, I think the other thing that's beautiful about Sesame Street is it's it's re- it's a reflection of the real world, but it's like an idealized version of the real world. You know, you know what I mean. It's like these are. When they started that show, it was set in areas that had, like, quite negative connotations, but it was showing, you know, a really idealised, good version of it. Like, for example, in this clip, this is a world where people see John Leguizamo and they're like, hey, what's up, John Leguizamo, rather than, oh, it's the guy from Moulin Rouge. Yeah. (laughs) This is our ideal world. It's utopia. (laughs) And he calls calls out my player. He does. Oh, oh, I love goes, it. Well, hi there, Mr. John Leguizamo. He goes, Leguizamo. He got it wrong. Fucking he got, got it wrong. Fucking yeah, what a fucking dumb cunt. Is he not seen some of the shit? Anyway. Um, and then John goes, hey, Elmo, what up, player? And then they fist bump. Uh, and it was the I, fucking most adorable thing I've ever seen. I like the running joke um, where John Leguizamo keeps getting Elmo's name wrong. Yeah, cool. And then Elmo's like, it's Elmo. And then he goes, whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, that's I funny. thought it was really charming. It was fun. I think Leguizamo and Elmo had great chemistry. Uh, yeah. I think there was a really good energy between the two of them that I was 100%. really vibing. Sandy felt a little bit like, like, what the fuck are you doing, Sandy? Get I out think of this. They got Sandy. She was kind of annoying. Yeah. yeah. 100%. They wanted Zendaya, but they got Sandy. <laughs> so, like, like you can tell that the original casting of Sandy was probably somebody yeah. else and the person who played Sandy kind of was probably came in last minute. She did a good job, but I don't know. Well, I mean, you, you, there were fireworks between Leguizamo and... and, uh... and yeah. So I've got a question. 
Um, I know that they were both played by John Leguizamo, mm. but do you think that in the world John Leguizamo and Captain Vegetable are the same person? Um, that's a, no. That wasn't no. a serious question. I was, <laughs> I was just like, I thought you'd be like, Zach, that's a stupid question. But it's like, okay, that's I'm a great question. I'm sick of making jokes. I just, so, want to, I, want um, a, I just want to have a think. Well, you're the one. Different. Hmm. Um, Sorry? <laughs> what was that? What? Um, uh, no, I think I think that John got very lucky to work with Elmo, who is arguably one of the most popular people on Sesame Street. But yeah. I think it's fair to say that Elmo got fucking lucky himself. Like, fuck yeah, man. He got to work wow. with John. And what a John. Yeah, fuck jo- you, Elmo. John played shit. J- J- Elmo's a little cunt. No, <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Um, John oh, played- no, Elmo's going to hear. <laughs> Elmo's going to cancel you. Elmo's <laughs> going to listen to this John Leguizamo podcast. <laughs> Elmo's so coming for me. No, isn't Elmo in jail anyway? Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, uh, John Leguizamo played two characters in five minutes, and I think that's worth something. I think that's worth mentioning. He played John Leguizamo and he played Captain Vegetable, yeah. who people say, you look a lot like John Leguizamo. Yeah, mm. people do um, say that. Look, I loved, I loved Captain Vegetable. I loved everything about it. Um, I think we're going to, uh, I would say it's time for the Leguizamo score unless anyone has any final thoughts on Captain Vegetable. None at all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't have many to begin with. So. No, but you fought very hard for us to get back <laughs> onto the Captain Vegetable topic. Everyone, stop talking about things that are you're thinking about now and let's talk about Sesame Street more. Guys, come on. We've got to talk about Sandy. We've got to talk about Sandy. <laughs> I had Captain feelings Benjamin. about Sandy. She fucking, like, I felt sorry for Sandy. These two fucking assholes just jump into her house and criticise her, her eating habits. You identified with Sandy, huh? So hard, man. Like I can see, right. I can see in ten years' time the fupa Sandy will be carrying around, and I can relate. <laughs> I guess well, I see myself more as like the the Captain Vegetable of the. You know, that's who I identify with. Like hot and muscles. You don't even like um, vegetables. Um, let's get to the scoring. <laughs> um, I I. So, do you know how this scoring system works, Naomi? We. We uh, basically, we just need to be very clear that it's not a star rating. It's a Leguizamo mm. rating. We give it five Leguizamos out of five mm. Leguizamos. Don't need to go too far into it. A Leguizamo means whatever the fuck you want it to mean. I don't really give a shit. Um, right. It's just not a star rating. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to have a rating or does someone, do you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah. I, I five stars for me. Uh, well, well, five stars, great. But how many Leguizamos? <laughs> That was really cute, but yeah, five stars. We get it. You love That's Captain fantastic. Vegetable. Fantastic. Yeah, it was a really solid. To be honest with you, I'm surprised by a five star rating because your love for Captain Vegetable just didn't seem like I didn't. I thought I was. If I was to guess it, I thought you were going to go for like a three and a half. But hey, man, yeah. if you love Captain Vegetable that hard and you want to give. Five stars. That's great. But like I Zach love said, the segment. I'm not saying I'm in love with Captain Vegetable and I want to run off and have babies with him, Mish. I don't know he's pretty buff. Yeah, we, we uh, do. You know, it's a complicated character, and I think the point of art isn't always just whoever's on screen is perfect, and that's who we want to be. No, he's so totally complicated. People. He has radish grenades. Mm. That's a complicated yeah, he, man. He does have weaponry. Yeah. If I went on a da- if I had a Tinder date, right, mm-hmm. uh, and I was with Captain Vegetable, and he rocked up with his radish grenades, I'd have questions. Yes. That's a red flag. I also, that if someone rocked up looking like Captain Vegetable, I would also have questions for sure. But if someone rocked up looking like John Leguizamo at the start of the video in that lovely sweater. Straight to second. (laughs) (laughs) 
So how many Leguizamas? Do you also give it five Leguizamas? Um, I'll give it four and a half Leguizamas. Yeah, fair cop. Fair cop. What 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 loses the half a Leguizamo for you? I don't need to elaborate. Okay, sure, absolutely. That's so fair. <laughs> Mish, how many Leguizamos do you give it? Uh, so, based on the fact that Leguizamo played two characters that I love Sesame Street and I love the fact that he was fucking in this, which is really cool, and that Elmo is obviously great. Um, uh, I didn't like how they just fucking entered Sandy and her candy's house. I thought that was rude as shit. Um, but based on uh, his ability and how much I love John. I'm going to give it a solid, f- oh, shit, a solid four. Solid four. And it loses it loses uh, points because they didn't consider the song before they cast John. And yeah. it, it, it was a struggle for him. Yeah, there's not that sort of like talk sing of, of Moulin Rouge totally. Yeah. Um, oh, it's tough. It's tough. Um, and I'll tell you why it's tough. Um, John's the lead. John's the lead. <laughs> He is uh, Captain Vegetable. It's literally the segment is named after his character. And I don't think we have seen, an, I, have we, like he's been the lead in maybe one of the movies we've talked about so far, like the lead lead. The lead lead. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's the lead in this. I think even Elmo is a supporting character to John here. Mm. He's in a world that respects him, that calls him by his name. He's not just, oh, that guy. Um <laughs> I don't think that John is character actor John here. I don't think he's being relegated to the sides and asked to be... This is, this is John Leguizamo, leading man. Mm. He's given two roles. Um, there's a respect for John. For there's sure. a respect for John and all that he represents. Mm. Does he land the singing of the song? Maybe not. But is he singing it the whole time? Yes. Yeah. So fuck you, Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. So what I'm not copping out. What I'm saying is maybe he loses the 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 segment loses half a star because it's out of his range, but I don't think it loses half a Leguizamo in my opinion. Wow. Because he's singing and he's going for it. I see the truth. I see complexity. I see beauty. I see grace, and that is why I'm confident in in this now that I've talked it through. I'd like to give um, the Captain Vegetable segment of episode 4000 and whatever the fuck it was of Sesame Street, my first ever five Leguizamos. Wow. That's massive. That is massive. It's huge. Zach. It's Jesus pure Christ. Leguizamo. It, it, it's, it's, it's huge. I, I couldn't take away a Leguizamo. It lost a few stars. It lost a few points. <laughs> But it didn't lose any Leguizamos for me. Okay. There was joy, play, fun. He looked great in that sweater up top. I look mm. five Leguizamos. <laughs> that's fucking beautiful, man. Thank you so much. That's, no, that's thank massive. you, John. Thanks, thank you, John. John. <laughs> thank you, John. Um, this is I'm a really yet, special moment, give, Naomi. This is massive. Yeah, I don't think you understand. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I feel, I kind of feel like I'm intruding, I've, if anything, at this point. Yeah, on a, <laughs> but not like intruding of like, oh, I shouldn't be in this sacred space. It's like you've been More like a mum opening you. the door on their son wanking. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Ugh. We've invited you to watch. We've invited you to watch. Yeah, you've sorry. come along, but you're not loving it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I've yet to give a five leg was rating. 
and uh, I don't know when it's going to come. I wanted it to be this. I stand by my score, but, Zach, I'm so proud mm. of you. Thank um, you. We'll just really quickly smash out a review as well. Um, to all of you guys who are leaving us reviews, thank you so much. Uh, to all of really you not, sorry, really I just nice. want to say to all of you maybe that are listening on Spotify or maybe don't have, like, the ability to leave reviews because you're not listening via that app or mm. or maybe that's just not your thing, you're more of a casual listener, I, I want to say a wholehearted fuck you. Yeah. yeah. You're not a real fan and I don't yeah. want you as a listener. Yeah, oh you're a god. Piece of shit. <laughs> I, I don't want you to listen to our podcast if you're not going to give us five-star reviews on Naomi Apple is agreeing. Naomi is agreeing with Zach because she has no investment in this pod. Yeah. Zach no, is saying no. that. Zach is saying. No, Mish. Mish, if you listen to my podcast, you would know that I verbally abuse our podcast fans every single week. Yes, but yeah. I support you as a woman. <laughs> You can do whatever you oh, want. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thank you. All right. F- so I just want to say to fans who haven't reviewed Leguizamo Rama, fuck you Absolutely. also from me. Yeah. Mm. Um, I say I love you all anyway because uh-huh. I'm still trying to launch my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely fair. So I, and love I you respect all. how important it is and how important this podcast is and the listeners are. And that's why I believe as many of them as possible need to give five star reviews for my best friend's podcast mm. career. Mm. I want to support my best friend and the only way I can think mm. to do that is to tell every one of those motherfuckers that aren't giving reviews to mm. fucking fuck off. Yeah. Stop listening. Go listen to fucking Joe Rogan for all I fucking care. You're not yeah. wanted here. That's for mm. you, Mish. Thank and you. you heard it. There is Zach radicalizing people left yeah. and right. Yeah. Or and right, I guess. Zach, I don't know if you heard it, but Zach basically just said that he loves Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. he, he wants more people to listen to Joe Rogan as an, as an extension of that. You know, you Gavin McGuinness. He might as well. freaking um, Spencer, Richard Spencer. You know, they're all, Shapiro all Zach's favorite people. Loves, ben Shapiro. Loves, loves Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Basically what Zach just said then was, I hate Mish and mm. I love Rogan. No, so, I didn't. Yes. I didn't yep. say that. Anyway, let's read a review. Uh, no. This was a, a five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> You've bespitched my name. Um, anyway. I'm really tempted to just go, no, I like left-wing people too, like Bill Maher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just those, those cunts on your Facebook that like. I watched The View. I watch The View. I um, just love it. Just like, like I, I, it doesn't matter what your view is, as long as you're an entitled cunt male person, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll hear you. Come on the pod. <laughs> uh, anyway, come on. I don't, don't, don't. I'm not all right. Don't. Don't. Get me cancelled, Naomi. Oh, sorry. I just, sorry. It just happens if I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing. By accident so many times. <laughs> An impulse cancellation. Um, I just see, I have laser focus on it, man. <laughs> um, all right, so this five-star review came through from Dingleberries69 and it's called mm. Love This Review System. Yeah. So it's a supporter of this review system. Uh, such a good way to get your five stars up by insisting on cunts to review five stars with the chance you guys might read it, lol. Uh, funny face emoji, squirty and penis emoji. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How would you come up with that? <laughs> Accidentally listened to the first eight eps in one week and was really sad that I caught up that quick. 
Love you guys. We love you too, Dingleberries. Oh, Dingleberries. Dingleberries. Um, Naomi, thank you so much for coming onto this podcast. Um, Thank you for having me. I'm going to slip in really quickly and say my new favourite hobby in uh, our stage four lockdown currently in Melbourne is watching all my friends on Twitch. I don't, Uh, I'm not, I I mentioned once that I was a gamer that lasted for about two weeks. I don't do it anymore. (laughs) I don't understand Twitch or how it works. Reformed gamer. But I am getting so much joy from watching my friends on Twitch and yours is my favourite, favourite, favourite. So... Oh, um, that's so nice. Yeah, so if everyone wants to jump onto Twitch and follow you there, what's your name on it? Nomstrosity with two eyes. Nomstrosity. So it's the same as my handles on um, Instagram and Twitter but an extra eye because someone took my name on Twitch before I got there. Oh, rude. You know, and that's how you know I'm a fake gamer because I wasn't on Twitch um, earlier than I was, but um, I'm having a lot of fun on it. It's it's really it's really cool. It's very it's a very interactive platform, and it's not to any hot girls listening. It's not that scary. You just go on the website. All you got to do is it's same login everywhere. Every other website. I'm trying to get more hot girls to log into Twitch. Mm. Um, so Mish, you've done a good job. Um, but I just think we should spread it to other hot women. Um, you can go on Twitch. It's not they mm. they seem quite scared of it most of the time. So just relax, girls. Mm. You can go on there. Most you of know. our listeners are hot women too, so. Yes. Well, that's good, yeah. I yeah. assume. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, know. you know how much hot women love listening to <laughs> niche side projects of all-male sketch troops <laughs> where they talk about character actors and movies like they know what they're saying. Um, hey, I mean, hey, probably hey, more hey. than you think, though. <laughs> I, I bring in, I, well, I they're not, they're because not. on Instagram I talk often about my tits and, like, yeah. uh, and like just, I don't know, just a, a Sitting, I don't know, being a woman, um, I get a, I get a lot more women followers now, which is really, really cool. Because originally, do you really? Yeah. What's your break? What's your breakdown? Uh, I think it's fifty nine, uh, forty one. Wow. Fifty nine percent women. Yeah. No, men, 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 so, men. Oh, uh, I'm still jealous. I have sixty seven percent men. That's because you're dating Mark and he like, boys want to... Oh, so I only have followers because of my boyfriend. Is that what you're saying, Miss? I only uh, have followers because I'm friends with your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll just talk about my tits more. Yeah, that's all you need. Um, I reckon by saying FUPA, I've upped it by a good 1%. Yeah. Like well, women out there are going to be like, yes, bitch, my fat upper pussy area wants to be recognised too. Yes. Um, it's called activism. Learn about it. Naomi, before we sign out, I, 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 I we've talked a lot about your Twitch, but I, I really want to tell the audience the games you've been playing because I was – I was like, mm. if I ever do Twitch, people are like, you should do Twitch. I was like, if I ever do Twitch, I only want to do it if I can play the funniest game. And literally, when I saw the games you were playing, I decided I'm, I'm, it put me off doing Twitch at least for so another funny. few months because I was like, I can't top that. So can you just tell uh, the, or the listener what, your, yeah. um, what two games you've played so far? Yeah, um, so the first one and the best game that I've ever played and it, it, and into it for the rest of my life um, is Desperate Housewives, the 2006 PC game. Oh, my God. Um, which they clearly, like, saw The Sims and were like, let's remake this but with a plot and with all the Desperate Housewives characters. And it's it's been amazing. I've reached the end of it, but there are four alternate ending, alternative <laughs> endings. So I am going to go back and play it and sort of 100% it because I never got Mike's um, chili recipe <laughs> when I played it the first oh, time. Mike no. Delfino, the plumber. So there's a bunch though? of things. 
Oh, I fucked him so many times. Yeah, that, you, you can fuck. You whenever can fuck someone in the street, whenever if someone would come to post a letter, you'd fuck the mailman. It was yeah, I best. fucked the mailman so many times, and then I would gaslight him afterwards every time. I would be like, "Fuck you, that was dog shit," and he'd be like, "Fuck you," and then like I'd see him ten minutes later, and then we'd go for it again, and then you know, so and then it goes it goes on and on like that. So people really like that, and then I also played um, Grey's Anatomy, which was. Uh, it's so it barely a game to the point where I've always decided I will only play it once a month because it is so painfully not a game. Is it just what happens? <laughs> you just watch Grey's Anatomy. Oh man, it opens of- and you're you're Meredith Grey and you're in an elevator with McDreamy, and the first thing you have to do is you have to make a choice to either play hard to get or be flirty, and the way you do that is um, pieces of pictures of be flirty and play hard to get are up on the screen, and you have to click on the pieces of the picture for, say, play hard to get, and then that... Oh, amazing. So you don't even drag the pieces to do the puzzle. Mm. You just click on them. And then the next thing was, like, he was like, man, if you got to get in this relationship, you know, you can't have doubts. This is the and best. And then the next thing yeah. you do is you have to flick away the doubts. So there's just... She's standing there, and there's a bunch of doubts floating around and you just have to grab them and sort of flick them off the screen and um and so i played that for like three hours and um i didn't love it i, <laughs> so I just good. i, I it's but like my, the i love that they're it like, shocked. This is fun. i love that they're shocked that the the game spin-offs were quickie <laughs> bad things without good programming or thought <laughs> um, well, is actually quite good amazing. i will say i love it's that. a good game but yeah, I, I'm always looking for more. I wanted to play Playboy Mansion game because it's also like a Sims ripoff, mm. but um, that's banned on Twitch because of all the sex. <laughs> so you know, I'm always on the lookout. <laughs> all the titties. That's, so um, that's really funny. That's that's amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Naomi. Thank you. I've had so much fun. Ah, oh, bless. Uh, make sure to eat your vegetables. Okay, I won't be a Sandy, trust me. Don't be with believe, don't believe be that, that me, you. Don't be that stupid fat bitch. <laughs> and on that note, goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.